0: The IDP Pro Players Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. And right now, when you bet $100 at WinBet, you get a $100 free bet on the house. So head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcastcom W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Football Experience. Go get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB.
1: Welcome back, everybody. It is the IDP Pros Podcast. Good to have you all back this week. This week, we're talking about the NFL's AFC Conference, IDP Boom and Bust candidates. I am joined by the IDP tipster himself, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. Gary, how's it going, man?
2: It's going great, John. Just happy to be here in the seasons around the corner.
1: It is. We're like two weeks away. Things are close. Uh, Gary, before we get into things, how's Ohio State do this year?
2: Ah. I think they win the Big Ten.
1: Oh, easily. Yeah, I, I yeah. looked at a bet, a bet on that today. <laughs> if you want to bet them to win the Big Ten, it's negative, like, 180 or something. Like, they, they know they're going to win yeah. the Big Ten. It's going to be a great season. All right, so we're going to start with our news and notes. It's uh, our second week of doing this segment, and, uh, you know, this is good information here. So let's get into it with the first topic. That is Roquan Smith news. Gary, what do we got?
2: He's going to play out that contract, so... That was announced uh, since last week we were on here. And then we have the Colts head coach, Reich. He definitely wants linebacker Shaquille Leonard in practice as soon as possible. Uh, Right. As soon as he can be cleared. Yeah, we said both these things too.
1: Well at least yeah. the first thing we said. We said it's there have been like two people in the last twenty five years that have actually right. sat out and Roquan's yeah. not not making quarterback money, so he's gonna play. He's playing. So if right. he took took speaking that, speaking of out, you got right. it.
2: speaking of, you got Bates right there too. You called that. I mean, he was holding out and now he's uh being quoted as saying that he loves the game so much. Yeah, yeah, he likes, he likes he paying space. <laughs> yeah, he's paid for that Mercedes, right? What the yep. hell? But yeah, yeah, hey, no, not cracking on these guys. Hey, man, you you know, you got to make a stance. You know, you got to get your worth. You got to at least take that shot. But in the right. end, you know, that doesn't put, well, that doesn't pay the mortgages you got going on. That's right. That they're created. Commander's News, they placed. Chase Young on the reserve PUP list. So mm. I guess he's not going to be starting. That's him. a month.
1: That's that's guaranteed
2: 4 weeks of missing weeks. time right there. That's right. not great.
1: I mean, it, is this guy ever going to be healthy, man? It's like unreal. Yeah, I know.
2: This is a bummer. I mean, this is what we've been talking about for a while now, you know. He this was almost for me personally, uh and I think maybe for a lot of people it's a prove it year for Chase Young to We know he can do it. We know he's capable, but it doesn't do us any good if it's like one time a year. Yeah. Or or one time a month. It, right. it has to be consistent to, to really get that tier one edge rusher designation and stick with it. So, you know, that's that's, you know, not wishing any will ill on the guy, but yeah, we man, want him please. to succeed. Yeah, yeah we, yeah, we want him on the field. We want him to be worth what he was when we drafted him or we'll, whatever we traded for him or whatever happened. Uh, we want him to succeed. It's just not looking really hot. I mean, if he's coming off the PUP list, is this to be fully healthy or is this going to be a nagging a thing? Yeah, again, I don't know, but, but
1: but what what I do know is I've seen this with DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Gallup on the offensive side for the last three weeks and all these startups and drafts I'm doing. These guys, because they're missing a month or six games in Hopkins' case, it's the same deal here with Chase Young. He's going to miss a month. There's a discount to be had there. And right. if, you, if you get him at that discount, I guarantee you, you're going to need him a month into the season after the injury Grim Reaper is just, you know, clapping your cheeks because it's coming man it's coming those injuries are coming if you can get this guy coming off the bench a month into the season that's awesome no brainer yeah no brainer take the Good. discount uh and what's the last but not least i'll take this one so joe Schobert did sign with denver we talked about that last week but he's been released since then because jonas griffith uh the other starting linebacker inside linebacker quote should be available unquote by week one So no more Joe Schobert
2: For now At least Right That's kind of Wild Already Yeah Already released Yeah I mean That's a That's not a Preston Brown fall But that's a That's a pretty <laughs> quick slide You know what I mean Yeah um, uh, The way that that's gone But uh, Anyhow uh, Yeah Jenna Griffin. I'm, I'm all in Matter of fact uh, I was Earlier today I was figuring out The next article For SGPN and uh, did include the hot week one waiver wire names that we're going to likely see in standard leagues. And uh, this Ooh. dude, he's, he's a candidate to be on it because I'm only putting the guys that I, I think that would have tier one value the entire season. So I'm really trying to swing for the, the, the bigger, bigger hitters. I like Griffith a lot. He's got a lot of upside. He showed very well last year. Mm. Uh, Man, if nothing else, he'll be a special mention. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. So that's that's a good adjustment right there. Uh, go look if Jonathan Griffith is available in uh, on your waiver wire. Um, if you need an LB two three or a depth guy, uh, for sure. Uh, and then we had some rookie news. Here is brought to you by WinBet Rookie Sleeper App reports. Giants Edge Kayvon Thibodeau suffered a sprain MCL in Sunday's preseason game against the Bengals. It just so, just more disappointment, right? This guy has had no hype this offseason. There's there's nothing. You know what I mean? I'm not seeing anything on Twitter. No one's talking about him. It's like he disappeared and now he's busted up too. Like I don't know. Not great. Uh, okay. So yep, yeah, we covered um, the news and notes. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, but before we do, I just want to mention that winbet.com, you guys should all be checking them out. They got a really cool new prop bet that just came out the first quarterback to throw five touchdowns in a game uh go check that out at winbet.com and the odds are pretty sweet on that I was actually just looking that up beforehand you're talking plus 500 plus 700 that's good cash if you guess right so go check that out at winbet.com and we'll be right back
0: Right now is the perfect time to join the WinBet team, especially when every new customer who bets $100, gets a $100 free bet. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet the major leagues every time. Plus the WinBet casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $1,000. And with football games kicking off, WinBet also released their first QB with 5 TDs prop bets of the season. And there's so much more to choose from, all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com winbet so they know we sent you. Bet sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash wynnbet to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call
3: 1-800-522-4700. Want all the hot action across this season in one spot? Then like me, you'll love OddsTrader because it's the best place to check and compare all the odds from all major sportsbooks, and I get all the different sign-up codes and promotions from all the sportsbooks to get the best deals. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather. So you and your friends can make the most informed bets possible. It also has a great bet tracker, so we can keep bet records of all the games and betting activity. And Odds Trader has it all, handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores, and player statistics with all the key game statistics, and the latest projected game day weather. Their bet tracker also allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. So if you want to stop hunting all the major betting sites for the best game day odds, like me, head over to OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire. Again, that's OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire. OddsTrader, the number one site for all your game day betting.
1: All right, and on to our first division. We're going to talk the AFC North's IDP booms and busts. Let's start with the Bengals. Gary, who you got for the Bengals?
2: Oh, hey, I love B.J. Hill again this year. Um, I liked him last year when he joined the Bengals, but uh, he didn't quite get all the playing time that he – I thought that he would get. Uh, Larry Ogum-Joby, which is now with the Steelers, he actually got the majority of the snaps. <laughs> and when you look at the percentages, B.J. Hill actually outperformed them. Um He graded out above par, making a play about every 10th snap that he played, which is really good for a defensive tackle. Mm. One that only played 47% of the snaps. And he only started two games, but now uh, Ogden Joby is gone, uh, right. as I mentioned. So he's moving right in there next to DJ uh, Reader. He's revitalized his career. When it comes to BJ, man, I really love the ceiling that he's probably going to have as a defensive tackle play, even maybe as a decent all around IDL play. Mm. Um I don't know if we could reach that far just yet, especially playing next to Reader. And then you also have Hendricks and Hubbard sitting there on the same line. Right. So but I do expect some consistent production out of him, if nothing else in some deeper leagues. It's serviceable in some standard. It probably would just depend on how deep or what kind of flex or where you're going with it.
1: Right. He's stepping into a bunch of playing time. That's what we're looking for. Opportunity of availability is the best ability, right?
2: Trying to think of who else, you know, think of boomer bust opportunities, um, and with the Bengals and
1: a, a bust might be Jermaine Pratt. There's a you know, it's I've it's
2: seen a.
4: That.
1: Yeah, it's assumed that he has that other inside linebacker role. It's sitting at like sixty, seventy percent of snaps. But isn't there? Who's that other linebacker that was everyone thinks it might be him? Is it's not? They Jacob. had a
2: Bradley. They had a couple.
1: It's Akeem Davis Gaither is the guy that everyone was talking uh-huh. about last year, and then uh, you know a couple other guys are there: Marcus Bailey, Joe Bachi. But it's David Which, Davis. Which those Ga- are the
2: two that actually get a lot of playing time last year when. Logan Wilson was in and out or Pratt was, I don't know. We're usually at that point. I don't have a problem. I'm not going to say it's a, it's a wrong take or a hard take on either one of them. I'm treating Pratt the same because I haven't seen the red flag, haven't heard the red flag. And I think that, you know, we couldn't expect him to repeat what he did last year to begin with, because Logan Wilson should be healthy all this year. Right. Right. Yeah. People are looking at last year's stats. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I never had him up high enough that I need to knock him down now over thinking that he's going to get less snaps. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, no. Bengals are pretty solid across the board. We could probably move on. They're pretty set in stone. Let's talk Browns. So you've got Jeremiah owusu Koromoa, who I'm if if you're calling him a boom, I'm with you. I I got a strong feeling he's going to be a boom. And then John Johnson, I'm I'm hoping you got his a bust here.
2: You know, it was kind of just like a couple of guys I wanted to talk about. Of course, JOK. I mean, he he's set up right. Yeah. He should boom and boom oh, yeah. big. Oh, we yeah. should have that tier. Uh, one linebacker production out of him. John Johnson, man, I wanted to bring him up for the fact of just, gosh, it was so disappointing last year, playing free safety for the Browns and just going from a you know top option to basically useless defensive back play. Do we think that that role could change this year they've made a few adjustments it's his second year in the system and him actually playing deeper on the field and running the entire secondary from there from where he had played with the rams more in the box um, he was great in coverage though we always seen him like covering guys 50 yards down the block and blocking a pass in the end zone but either way um i don't, don't know. know do you have any thoughts on johnson are you tagging him on the end of any of your lineups no i, I don't, admit, have, I don't, I I don't have him anywhere
1: i don't yeah. i don't have him anywhere i'm not drafted <laughs>
2: from grace so we're just yeah. gonna go, we're gonna go safe. it's a db john johnson i apologize but we're gonna have to thumbs down on this one
1: right great real life player idp um you, you want to be in the box you want to be in the sweet spot you want to be close to the line of scrimmage speaking She's not. of
2: is that delphi grant sitting in there Are we going to see a boom out of that position? Is he going to turn that position into something better than what it's been for the last couple of seasons? That's tough. What are you going to do? You're going to call it a boom or a bust. I'm going to call it a sit on and wait. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, well, well JOK J- J- OK is a boom. Delpit could be a boom because we did see some some boom stuff last year. Remember that Mike yeah. Stewart couple weeks? Well, um, yeah. He he played kind of that up close to the box position, slot corner, box safety, whatever you want right. to call it, position last year. Yeah, I, I, I think you can definitely rely on Ousu koromoa The rest we'll, we'll kind of see. Um, but before we finish off the North, we're going to take a quick break.
5: Run Your Pool is the home of competition bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter so much more. And Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun. They've got it all, from Pick'em, Survivor, to fantasy pool contests. And they're a great one-stop shop for all your sports gaming. Plus they have customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. That's why we've teamed up with our YP to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. So get in there today and reserve your spot for the chance at 500 bucks cash, plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store. Signing up today is easy at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That was at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN
6: did you know sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players you probably already have a fantasy league on there I know I use it for mine they also just celebrated passing 4 million users and even more great news you could win big on sleeper by playing their new over under games first pick any sport and choose two or more players that you like then pick the over Thunder and when you pick correctly you could win anywhere from 2 times to over 20 times the money you put in. And with the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into your fantasy experience. But the main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is I can enter my buddies contests and enjoy the, the App's built-in group chat. Where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. And you know we always have fun when it comes to talking sports. So what are you waiting for? Stop what you're doing and go download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and family and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Sleeper.com SGP, it's how you'll get that $100 match with your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. And see Sleeper's terms of use for details.
7: I just found out and I think it's so terrific that Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters. Small businesses that pay coffee farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. And knowing Trade's real coffee experts personally taste test over 450 roasts is great. Because the truth is, what I like and what you like could be totally different. We all like a selection of specific coffees, that are different from anyone else's taste, so go and answer a couple of questions real fast and get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh and gimmick-free, to you as often as you like. They've also delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. And right now Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com/sgp. That's like more than 40 cups of coffee for free. So go now and get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and let Trade Coffee find you a great tasting coffee you'll fall in love with. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off and join Trade Coffee and me help support the small coffee roasters from around the world.
1: All right, let's get back into it. We're going to talk Ravens.
2: We've got Chuck Clark. After he didn't overperform the year, I called his breakout. He it was a mild breakout. Uh, it wasn't as, as shiny as I'd like to have been or thought he could have probably produced. So, um, I didn't really, uh, I kind of faded him last year. You know, I didn't actually like drop him or anything, uh, but I definitely didn't go pick up some new shares. You look at it this year added Kyle Hamilton. They've got Marcus Williams now that was basically useless as a IDP play down in, in new Orleans. I think Marcus Williams is coming into a lot better situation this year. I do expect more, a little boom, a little boom is, is very (laughs) well into the cards, but we're talking a little boom. I don't think we're going to get to that tier one. Um, and when it comes to Clark, uh, right now it kind of sounds like that uh, he he was mad. He asked for a trade, didn't get it, and now Kyle Hamilton's left early. Uh, the the rookie that that I think uh, peed in his weedies, so to speak, <laughs> and and, and kind of put him on the fence of wanting out of there or something. But now he's saying he's all in, and he's locked in, and I I watched some interview where we got on here. And uh, he actually kind of disturbed when somebody mentioned something about just giving up his starting spot. <laughs> he's he's not going to just give it up. And this whole Kyle Hamilton thing, after we talked about him a couple of weeks ago and everybody knows about the fiasco tape of him blowing him coverage.
1: It Right. It exa- it, he's a dynasty piece. Right. It, it may not happen immediately. Um mm-hmm. And I hear you. I mean, the Ravens' safeties weren't super productive, either of them, last year anyway, Uh, and I don't know how much of a change there's been in their defensive scheme, if you will. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, who I want to talk about, though, is Josh Bynes, so – Uh, He was he was like a waiver wire guy last year that a lot of people Mm -hmm. picked up for that warm body production. And Mm -hmm. that's because uh, the other inside linebacker, Patrick Queen, was terrible. His PFF grade was garbage. He couldn't cover, couldn't tackle, couldn't play run defense, couldn't do anything. But by the end of the season, he had recovered to a point where it was pretty good again, and he was climbing back up with the snaps. The thought being that over this offseason, he's kind of displaced Bynes and taken his role back over. Um, that's that's an iffy situation there. I don't know how much I trust either of those guys right now. Who, who are you going with out of those two? Neither. Yeah,
2: right. Neither. Realistically, right now, the way that it stands, I can't say that I am drafting any Raven except for deeper shares of the, uh, defensive end second year guy. Oh, um, oh, wait, oh, yeah. Apologies. Yeah. I've been wa- looking at hundreds and hundreds of IDP names, uh, and, and they're all look, starting to look alike. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I Google docs this time of year, man, I hate them. <laughs> Just, that's all I, that's what I dream about. Um, <laughs> so anyways, yeah, that's about the only guy. I mean, that I want to manage yep. or, or get his ceiling this year. You know, the potential it's worth managing to see if I can get the ceiling out of the rest of it is just kind of like, man, they're almost, I know they're not new England, but they almost rotate just as much yep. and only have a couple certain players. So you know how I feel about Patrick queen kicking a, you know, horse wise down. I hope the guy <laughs> comes up somebody's got to counteract that class but right. uh, it, it, at the linebacker position.
1: Yeah, no, I would just stay away from this. I mean, it, Queen is probably right. the, the – he's got the draft capital, so it's his job at some point. But when and how it happens is the part that's going to be messy. The The only true value in Baltimore is that corner. Um, but Peters and Humphrey are the value on this team. Right. Yep. Uh, all right, so – we talked a little Ravens. Let's get into the Steelers. They added some guys. They they got Larry Ogunjope in the offseason, which, I mean, that pass rush was already great. That defensive line was already great. And they, they add another star defensive tackle to play next to Cameron Hayward. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. That's, I mean, that's, you, you know. You
2: know, and what they're complaining about is, I guess they really sucked against the run by the numbers. So that was what they were trying to shore up. And they was hoping to do with it But then it retired. I was excited about Wormley. I mean, he he graded he graded out on par last year. I guess he just wasn't enough flash for everybody in Pittsburgh. People weren't excited about him. Now he he didn't come in here and like kick ass. I hear you. There's not a ton of
1: difference. It's good depth for them, though. Uh, you know, with Wormley there too. But uh, I hear you. Um, that's a nice piece. Uh, yeah, the corners got shake, shooken up a little bit here too. You put Cameron Sutton on here. Um. Yeah, Joe. I think it was Joe Hayden took off in the off season, or Le- Levi Wallace. Maybe he, no, he's there now. He went there yeah, from Buffalo. He, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah it's right. all shook up. It's it's totally different cornerback core here in Pittsburgh. Right. Um. What's your take on Minka? I mean, I know we talked about him already, but do you think he repeats those tackle numbers again this year?
2: Yeah, I was getting ready to say I'm not going to call boomer bust on him. I mean, when you get past the front four and you go to that second level. I don't see how he doesn't produce well again this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at Miles, Jack, Devin Bush, and they're probably going to be doing some kind of crazy uh, bullshit rotation, or is going to be inconsistent. So, yeah, I'm just looking at in between. I'm I'm not really high on him. I'm not down on him. He's he's just kind of earned his spot for me. You know, I I do believe um, that you know he he's got tier one all over him, but. Let's see it happen for another year or two in the combined tackle box. That's that's what's going to probably have to lock in another free safety for me at at that. I
1: hear you. So okay, so we got Lario as a uh. I mean, so we calling him a a bust or a boom? I mean, or we we were just talking Lario.
2: Um, you know, I I'm going to go after looking at his numbers and seeing B.J. Hill had less snaps did more basically right. i'm not impressed uh Ooh. didn't he go and he signed with chicago or somebody filled physical or he signed with somebody else before pittsburgh uh, i could have swore i, I think the, i think you're right because i remember early that. on in the offseason i'm just yep. not excited and i mean i'm i'm not sold so i'm gonna guess that anybody that things are get really getting a hold of something yeah i'll call it a bust Hey, and you're not getting off the hook. I had something on there for a reason. You do Oh, as as a
1: as a corner? No, I I trusted zero percent. Um <laughs> I Je-
2: you know, I was it, getting ready to ask if you're looking at him or Levi. No,
1: not, not, neither. neither. The Steelers' neither? Cor- corners did not really produce as a unit for me last year. Yeah. Um, right. Just There are certain units that were extremely mm-hmm. productive last year. The Texans. The mm-hmm. Texans could take a guy mm-hmm. off the street and throw a uniform on him, and he'd have 14 tackles for you. It was insane. Yeah,
2: that secondary was really busy.
1: Oh, extremely busy. Um, so I I mean, you know, it, as a nickelback, that's a great position as a corner um to to make tackles cuz you're closer to the line of scrimmage. Uh mm-hmm. so it could work out, but uh I don't know. I will believe it when I see it.
2: I'm going to call him a per- likely likely bust. <laughs> likely bust. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough and there's a lot of corners out there, but I wanted to bring him up. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, but- th- th- I could I could tell you about 30 other guys I'd rather have. <laughs>
1: Uh, All right. We're going to take a quick break.
5: Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter so much more. And Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun. They've got it all from Pick'em, Survivor, to fantasy pool contests. And they're a great one-stop shop for all your sports gaming. Plus, they have customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. That's why we've teamed up with our YP to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. So get in there today and reserve your spot for the chance at 500 bucks cash, plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store. Signing up today is easy at play.runyourpool.com SGPN. That was at play.runyourpool.com SGPN.
6: Did you know Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today, with millions of players? You probably already have a fantasy league on there, I know I use it for mine. They also just celebrated passing 4 million users. And even more great news, you could win big on Sleeper by playing their new over under games. First, pick any sport and choose 2 or more players that you like. Then pick the over Thunder, and when you pick correctly, you could win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. And with the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into your fantasy experience. But the main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is I can enter my buddies' contests and enjoy the The App's built-in group chat, where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. And you know we always have fun when it comes to talking sports. So what are you waiting for? Stop what you're doing, and go download Sleeper now to play the new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and family, and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Sleeper.com SGP, it's how you'll get that $100 match with your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply, and see Sleeper's terms of use for details.
7: I just found out and i think it's so terrific that trade coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters small businesses that pay coffee farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world and knowing trades real coffee experts personally taste test over 450 roasts is great because the truth is what i like and what you like could be totally different We all like a selection of specific coffees that are different from anyone else's taste, so go and answer a couple of questions real fast and get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh and gimmick-free, to you as often as you like. They've also delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. And right now Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com/sgp. That's like more than 40 cups of coffee for free. So go now and get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and let Trade Coffee find you a great tasting coffee you'll fall in love with. That's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off and join Trade Coffee and me help support the small coffee roasters from around the world.
1: All right, let's get back into it. We're going to talk about the AFC South booms and busts. We are going to start with the Colts and their recent addition of Yannick Ngakwe, and this is an interesting one because didn't Quiddy Pay just go down with an injury?
2: Yeah, I don't think it matters, but yeah.
1: Okay, so does does yeah. that change anything for you on whatever? No, I'm going to call him a
2: bust here at this Ooh, at same place. I, I've okay. called him a bust every year forever, and and when I call him a bust, I mean he's never going to be in that top ten. He's never going to be, he's not going to be somebody that you're going to go out of your way to manage or trade for or draft or anything like that. He has basically become, now it's funny because we're going to be talking about him, Jerry Hughes, the little brother or something. He does produce a little bit better than Jerry Hughes. I I, I should give him more credit. He produces a lot more than Jerry Hughes because Jerry Hughes hadn't produced in years. But looking at it, he only made a play every 19th snap. Wow, rendering him useless in most leagues, except for maybe the deepest. Right, Um, that
1: that's where his value is is in the insane, deep, dark, degenerate places that we play, where he's like my defensive end three or four.
2: And (laughs) right, and then I don't. I only want to use him if I have to on a bye week that five guys that I'd rather have are injured. So (laughs) that's how that rolls for me, friends. Gotcha. Yeah. And so
1: I just I just looked this up real quick. It looks like the uh the pay injury is not that bad. He should be okay. Um it looked bad. I I remember it was like a knee injury, but he's okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Yannick's uh hype came from Jacksonville that one season where he had like eight or nine sacks and he just hasn't reproduced it since then. Um, that
2: was his breakout season.
1: Yeah, that was it. Yeah. His
2: little mini breakout season is basically right.
1: what it was. We haven't seen that again since. So yeah. I'm I'm with you on that. I think the, the Colts The boom is probably going to be the same as last year, Bobby Okariki, because you're getting as good, if not better production than Darius Shaquille Leonard for a fraction of the
2: price. Right. (laughs) I actually went and put some EJ Speed uh, shares on on a deep roster the other. Yeah, I had to, but I don't know now. Shaquille should be ready. I think he's not practicing yet, and of course the coach wants to have him out there. I think that he'll be ready as soon as, you know, he's the kind of guy that as soon as he hits the field, he might have a hiccup for about half a quarter. And yeah. then he's going to, he's just going to go off. You know, I got to ask, got to bring up these safeties, man. Um, so we, we've got the young guy cross, assume, assuming the uh, mm-hmm. strong safety uh, yep. role. And then uh, what was a black man, I believe is his name is the free safety that actually performed well occasionally when he was able to and wasn't hurt. I think the anticipation of a bust of what people are expecting uh, in production, especially when you're thinking about uh, combined tackle ceiling. I have a hard time believing they're going to get that when you got Okariki and you have Leonard right there. You know, to Bu- tackle. And Buckner, and Buckner, and, yeah, just tackle monsters. Yeah, right. Buckner can, Buckner as a defensive c- tackle can pull off. I believe he has pulled off sixty tackles. Oh yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah, yep. Right. Yep. So it's it's. I can't quote the average, but I know they're killer. I just don't know if the volume is going to be there for them to get a big enough piece of pie. That uh, I'm seeing some people really falling in love with Cross, and it, the guy was like a fourth round draft pick that just kind of inherited a position. Right. I'm not excited. It's a I defensive hear you. back too. I,
1: Right. And and I feel like the value there is just that, you know, Karhari Willis kind of disappeared and retired suddenly. So it was a guy that costs nothing that has a starting job now. And that's it for the value.
2: And that's great. You guys ever heard of Washington's curl? Because when right. he was drafted, he was like an eighth rounder. I don't know if they even go that far, but you know what I mean? Yep. He, he, he was nobody. So it does happen. I'm just not buying it on this defense.
1: Right. Opportunity is the first half of the equation. Right. If they don't have the opportunity, we never get to find out about the production. So, right. Um, all right. That's good stuff on the Colts. Let's move on to the Jaguars. You got Ray Sean Jenkins here. What do we <laughs> want to say about Mr. Ray
2: Man, I was really disappointed in his ass last year. I thought he was <laughs> going to be set up, man. It yep. was one of my, one of my one of my basically breakout calls. I hate to say I put my flag in him, but I really thought that he was going to go down there and be able to produce something. And he played the whole damn time. What yeah. the hell? That talk about dropping off? He took the John Johnson route of transferring to another team. I guess.
1: I hear you, and there's a lot of talk about, you know, Cisco's going to start this year. Um, yeah, I mean, sure, It could be great, could be good.
2: Uh, I don't know, we'll see. Give me Cisco. I'll, 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 I'll tell you what. I'll, I'm going to go bust again on Jenkins, yep. but I do think, I think Cisco is going to surprise a, a people a little bit. I think he's going to be able to reach that. Believe it or not, I'm going to say the bottom of the tier one DBs. Ooh, okay, okay. I so- think that he's going to be better than Muma or Lloyd in front of him. I think he's going to have better performances than they those guys will across the season. Him and Okaloon getting leading this team and combined tackles. Ooh, okay. In the there- end of it, I really so- could.
1: So we got one boom, we got one bust right there, and then uh, you got Josh Allen on the list. Uh, What do we want to say about Mr. Allen?
2: I wanted to put you on the hot seat, man, because I'll tell you what, I hate to keep referring to his rookie hype, but he's only been in the league for, what, this is his third or fourth year? Can we go boom or bust on whether he'll hit the next level this year?
1: I, I we've seen flashes of it. Um, I, I believe in him more than some others. That's for sure. Uh, and once again, his his value is just depending where you are. If if you got him as not a linebacker, a defensive lineman, and uh, uh, that's fine, that's great. I'll take that. Um, but right. do I want want him as one of my top two guys? No.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going to go. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think it's going to bust. I think that he's not going to be any better than what he has been. Yeah, he's going to have to develop and it might take a couple of years here. Of course, these new players, they are adding out of the, the draft and, and the changes that they're making with Oak Loom coming in. You know, I, I do like it. It does favor him, but I think I'd rather have some Brian Burns.
1: Oh, no doubt. I'm with you on that. Um, all right. So a couple few Jags there for you. Let's head on over to the Texans where we got Eric Murray and Jerry Hughes to talk about. What are your thoughts on Mr. Murray?
2: Oh man, he uh saved a few people that I uh helped last year. You know, they mentioned that he was on the waiver wire at a time that they might have needed him and we had the rolling waiver wires going, and but he graded out so poorly last year. Below par, excuse me. Yeah. And um he did re- make a play every eighth play he played. Yeah. Uh a snappy he play. He only played eleven games. I'm just not excited. But we are talking about that Houston secondary that you just mentioned that just seemed to produce a lot of guys last year. Um, there is a rookie that I'd like to bring up that he's actually, and it's not Jalen Petrie because he will be the starting safe, strong safety, but we're talking about the mainly the free safety here. Uh, what was – uh, Jonathan Owens, I guess he was like a third or fourth round. He was actually making some waves, and he Murray was sitting – Behind him with the first team. But Owens didn't like perform really well in the preseason, which uh, that's a big stage. Mm-hmm. So they started giving back the uh, snaps in practice to Murray. And he's probably going to be the starter for the next few weeks or the next few months, pardon me. Um, I could see Owens though pushing him. My call, I think, in the long run. The Murray is replaceable, and I think that they need to replace him. And I think that he won't be able to match what he did last year and probably just fade away to pretty much nothing.
1: Yeah, I hear you. That's the problem with Houston is they're not competitive. They're not going to be competitive this year. And we're going to see the same thing we saw last year, which is you know about halfway, three quarters through the season. when When their season was swirling the toilet, It was time to see what we've got, Mm quote-unquote, right? Mm -hmm. And then we have no idea what the hell's going on because they're seeing if this guy's got you know, worth a roster spot next year and if that guy's worth a roster spot next year. And that gets rid of the predictability, and without the predictability, there's no reliability. And if we can't rely on a certain amount of snaps each week, we can't play the guy.
2: Exactly. <laughs> it's just worthless it. like Jerry Hughes sitting down there in the, with the Texans right now. He, he Yeah, he, that that's a uh, worthless move. I don't
1: know why they did that. They need to get young, not not bring in old man Jerry Hughes. I I'd re- much rather have Jonathan Greenard out of those guys.
2: Oh sure. yeah, Jonathan Greenard is getting ready to boom. But yeah. I think they also signed Madison, uh the the other rusher from Buffalo from last year that they've had uh, Mario Addison. I believe I seen him on their depth chart too. That two hand in hand guys that just right. uh, yeah, that's just two hand hand guys that just haven't produced anything in years up in Buffalo. Yeah. Coming down and assuming the same kind of a role that they had up there. They're yeah. just uh, they're just names, folks. Just wanted to bring them up. You might see and think that Jerry Hughes has a chance. The odds are very well against it. You can't bust a bust.
1: I hear you. Yeah, not a ton exciting going on with this Mm. Texans IDP defense, but we covered the highlights here. Uh, Let's move on to the Titans. Uh, You want to talk a little Amani Hooker here? What are your thoughts on him?
2: Oh, I'm a big fan. Sure. I I mean, he's
1: the other starting safety. And the deal with the first one, Kevin Biard, is traditionally he's been a splash play guy where you you either get a, like a week-winning game out of him because he did something crazy like a pick six, or you get nothing out of him. But last year, much like Minka, he had a bunch of combined tackles as well, so he was a really excellent safety. Hooker was just nice and reliable and got you a good handful of tackles every week. Um, I do believe he missed a few games last year, but that's what you're getting out of him. You're getting a... Uh, reliable safety three, safety four, and deeper leagues. That's going to get you five, six tackles a week, and there's nothing wrong with that.
2: Oh, I actually I like him as a boom man, and, and I kind of snuck this one in on you, John. This is my bad, but I've been on him, and that's why I want to hear what you was thinking. Um, you might be shocked while I finish this. Go look at his PFF grade and tell us what it is. Um. The guy is actually just, I think a lot of it has been injury, opportunity, misfortune. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that we're actually going to have a s- turnaround. He's actually making the plays uh, in practice and, and when he's getting on the field. So I just expect him. I, I'm willing. And you know what's funny about calling him a boom? You can't get far to go to boom at all. I mean, he right. just has to start producing like a regular strong safety in the box, right? yeah yeah no he's got a great
1: grade 83 that's uh that's blue blue is really that, good that's elite that is yep. elite so he's he's okay. an actually good player yeah
2: yeah if you just sit back and look at the situation and look at how after i watch snap counts just like a bible i'm sure you do too john i mean <laughs> yep. it's, it's what we do but you know over the last couple of years he's just had problems and when he's been in he's flashed but I really do think, I really do think that we're going to see a boom out of this one. I'm not willing to say how big of a boom, but I can tell you, I, I'm probably starting him first week. I'll have to consult my uh, chart. I'm pretty sure that he's got a good matchup.
1: Hey, hey, you heard it here first. That's good stuff. Uh, Okay. So we're heading
4: into our final sponsor break where we finish things up. Let's get into that. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. My high school Spanish teacher, Senor Molchan, had multiple ways to respond to my lack of effort. My favorite was (laughs) Seto ONE. WHAT? Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. With over 60% of my students speaking a different language in their homes, I'm going back to learn Espanol one more time. Babbel's 15 minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. And it's true that other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans. But Babbel's lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. And with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. And there are so many ways to learn with Babbel. Because in addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, video stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So go. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. And right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com SGP. That's Babbel slash SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. It's almost the start of the NFL season, and I love this time of year. And if you're into sports betting or fantasy like I am, you need a competitive edge to win. That's why I highly recommend the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elias Gameplan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of the U.S. Pro Sports Leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access teams and player stats, head-to-head comparisons, and Elias Insights from Elias Sports Bureau's research team. This app really is your one-stop source for players' news and league-validated player stats and team records, expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team and impressing your friends, and it's perfect for the preseason too because you get player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team and team previews so you know what to expect as the regular season kicks off. Elias is the most respected research team in the industry and their insights help me know that my game strategy is backed by numbers and not just my intuition. Take my advice, download the Elias Game Plan app today with new features available all the time. Take your game to the next level. The NFL season is right around the corner, so don't wait. Find Elias' game plan in the App Store or Play Store today.
1: All right, and we're back, and we're going to finish up with the AFC East and West. Let's start with the East. We got the Bills. Let's talk about Von Miller, the new guy on the block. So they got rid of Addison. They got rid of Jerry Hughes on the pass
2: rush on the defensive line. They brought in Von Miller. That. What do you think? I'm really concerned. I mean... He- this old guy. And I hate to call Don <laughs> Miller this old guy, but I swear two years ago I was watching him and 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 it just looked like he was losing a step, whatever. So I was kind of like f- fading him. Boy, when he got traded last year, he just like... Went, went nuts. Yeah, look at this. Look at this. Look look what they handed me. Uh, yeah, I bet he did. I mean, he really graded out elitely again. It had been a little bit since he had been in the elite range, but he graded out really well um, now, he was he was making a play every 12th play uh, of snap that he played. Um, that included 10 sacks. Uh, I think it was nine and a half, uh, actually, with a bunch of pressures. As a DL or edge rusher, that's great. My concern is, will he actually be a guy with his hand in the dirt every down? Probably not. I think, and I wanted to bring his name up because it's a name that people would see in standard leagues yeah. and folks, even if you look at this guy's stats, if you've never heard of him before, you'd be like, wow, I, I've got to have this guy on my roster. Right. I, you, you, you would not understand
1: Buffalo's defense though. Cause that's not what right. they do. It's it, There's a handful of guys that play every snap, both inside linebackers, both safeties, two of the three corners, everyone
2: else rotates. <laughs> and Greg Ruscio he's primed if he was in any other situation i would be so deadlocked and i still think that he'll have a a boom year yeah i think he. i have no choice right because jerry he's just their main he's their main edge rusher other on the interior defensive line or whatever right Um, on the other uh, side
1: but he's capped by playing time just like von miller's capped by playing time on this defense
2: and, I, and I'm not really convinced he's just not a, a little bit better version of Jerry Hughes, to tell you the truth. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. You know, not knocking on the guy. I I, I still would label Russo a, a nice boom, just not a tier one boom.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. So it, it, here's the thing. Like, to get what we really need in IDP land, not only do you have to be talented like Von Miller and Russo are, but you got to be in the right position. You got to be in the right situation and the Bills is not the best situation for pass rushers in at all. They they rotate so much. These guys are capped 50 55% of snaps a week. That's not enough. That's not enough. Aaron Donald plays 90 92% of snaps mm-hmm. a week. That's mm-hmm. what makes him great beyond actually being great as well. It's the mm-hmm. combination of all those factors coming together and that's not happening here in Buffalo.
2: You know the only outlier that we had last year to what you just said which is 100%, right? Hendrickson, he only played yeah. 60, 65, 67 right. percent or something, but he produced like he was getting the 90. percent. Yeah, oh, now, yeah. When it comes to Buffalo, I've already started fading Edmonds, uh, Milano, even though he was a guy that I really used to like. Um, the only ones that I'm not fading are Hyde and Poyer, yep. yeah, but as in boomer bust, I think we covered that. I, I, I'm not buying it. I'm going to say that Von Miller does not have as good a year as he did last year for sure. So in my eyes, that's a bust. Yeah.
1: Right, D- Drafting based off the name. Absolutely. Right. I, right. I hear you. Okay, speaking of busts uh, and or frustrating defenses, let's uh, move on over to the Patriots, and we'll talk about Kyle Duggar here, but we've mentioned this before, and just to reiterate, the Patriots, as a defense, do not just let guys play. That's not what they do. They they change up every week. There's no rhyme, reason. There's no predictability, no reliability. If you're not Devin McCourty, you're not playing every snap. It's that simple.
2: They, they definitely take on the team that they're getting ready to play, and they adjust their their. Skills gaming and their personnel to it that's all it boils down to and they do it every game
1: right and uh Duggar is one of those guys that um extremely talented extremely productive but capped at playing time he didn't see more than i think the most was 85 percent of snaps any given week last year which is batshit crazy how, mm-hmm. how do you have a guy that talented and you're pulling him for i don't know guys like adrian phillips or, or uh gerbil peppers this year like i i just don't get it it's crazy
2: yeah, and you know, I'm still I'm still figuring Duger's gonna lead this team in IDP production when it's all said and done. Oh yeah. Um I mean in the end I, I still expect that. So I don't think that there's really a call on I think he gets what he gets next year or what he what he had last year he can do again this year. I don't mm-hmm. see a problem in it at this point, so there's not a bust to it. That yeah. is that is our main one. Originally when, when this, you know, when it came to the new England Patriots being on our doc show list, the first thing I did was the entire team. Yeah. Because right. Who, who are you going to talk about? There's nobody. McCourty's on the field all the time, but he doesn't produce cause he doesn't have to, cause he's telling everybody else what to do. <laughs> he's he's the last line <laughs> of defense. Right. Yeah. So yep. then, then you have, you have Duger on there, as you're mentioning, that's fluctuating, he should be on there a hundred percent. The guy should never leave the field. But you can't bet on that. So every time you do put this guy into your lineup, yeah, you're probably going to be really happy. But there is a slim chance that you're going to be a little bit upset too. Yeah. But the rest absolutely. of rest of them are just just too much rotation.
1: It is. It is. And what's wild is people fall for that trap all the time. Remember, Kyle Van Noy had like that forty point game last mm-hmm. season or the season mm-hmm. before. Everyone and their brother went to the waiver wire to grab him. That was on like. I don't know, 50 something percent of snaps. And he was averaging like 30 something percent at that point during the season. And no one believed that it was a one shot thing, but it was right. And even even J.C. Jackson, who was probably the best actual on the field corner last year, uh, only played 60, 70 percent of snaps for them any given
2: week. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I don't I'm not quite sure how they. I guess they they just just subscribe to the keep everybody as fresh as possible theory. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. that's it. It's Belichick. He does what he wants. So. Yeah, and
1: nobody's going to argue. Nope. 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 So so yeah, just take your Patriots to the grain of salt. And the Dolphins, the next team we're going to talk about, are actually fairly similar. They've got a, a similar philosophy, although there are a few more guys that'll play decent amount of snaps let's talk about Jalen Phillips though the second year defensive lineman um had some real good flashes last year but once again capped by playing time what's your take on him
2: oh yeah he started out real slow on the field too you know he wasn't exciting for all those rookie uh, managers or the, the managers that had him as a rookie last year they weren't really mm-hmm. excited about the how he started out the season and to tell you the truth he did have those flashes but he's still graded out under par it's kind of a mixed baggage with Jalen phillips when you look at last year i'm going to give him a pass on the low grade and a slow start i'm going to give him the nfl learning curve Um, not everybody that's underperforming necessarily Means they're not going to, you know, get better. So I, I, I expect him to take the next step. I do believe that he'll be Miami's main pass rusher, the one guy that they're going to send ninety nine percent of the time if they have a blitz package. I think he can boom to the point that he consistently be a DL or edge rusher too with upside on certain weeks. So mm. a guy that I, I could see improving greatly on his numbers. Yeah, and doing I'm with, it. I'm with you for the year.
1: I, I'm with you. I, I think. The the playing time issues from last year are not gonna be as crazy this year. I think he gets more playing time because they saw the same flash as we did. He had multiple two sack games last year. You know, mm-hmm. we we we've seen it. It's possible. Um so yeah, I'm with you.
2: Yep. Kind of interesting. If you go look at Von Miller's numbers and you put him next to Jaden Phillips on production of what they got out, it's 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 comparable. Beautiful. All right, last
1: AFC East team. We're gonna talk about them Jets, and you got an interesting guy on here, Jacob Martin, the defensive lineman, defensive end. What is up with that? Do tell.
2: Okay, I bet everybody's thought that when the Jets come up, we going, I was going to pick on Carl Lawson, Quincy Williams. <laughs> All right, because we've already kind of talked about them already. This guy, I think he he went a little bit unheralded last year with Houston. And I like this move with the Jets. I And I think that the guy is going to end up being their best pass rusher by the end of the season. It's not going to be a big boom, but it's going to be a boom. And it's going to be the only boom coming off the the defensive ends or the edge rushers, I think, this year. I know you got – Jermaine Johnson and I know you know he's got the pedigree and I know everybody's anticipating but folks uh, I kind of when I think of the rookies and we're doing this I kind of give them a pass when I'm talking in general about depth and the guys around if I'm not happy with it I'm not I'm not necessarily picking on the rookie because he's a rookie that's unfair
1: <laughs> yeah no I hear you and, and you're right everyone's bought into the Carl Lawson thing again um yeah I've just kind of stayed away. If it's not and Williams at defensive tackle, I'm not interested in this defensive line at all. Yeah. No. Uh, all right. Moving on to the AFC West to wrap things
2: up. Let's start with the charges. Khalil Mack, what do you got there? I'm going to go off an edge here. He's not going to bust, so I'll clear that up. Right. I actually think he's going to boom better than Boza. Ooh who only played 7 games last year had 6 sacks 19 combined uh graded out hot in that short period. I really do think that he'll outproduce Joey uh Boza considerably. I think Joey Boza the reason Mac was brought in is because he is losing his depth. I mean the poor guy's been beat up since he's been in the league. Yeah. He and he came in young but man he's he's had a lot of injuries and I believe it's been lower body injuries. Uh, to to the legs and such. So I think that they went for this big swing with Khalil Mack because just adding another average edge rusher to Boza isn't going to work anymore.
1: Yeah, I hear you. Well, there's too much focus on them to begin with, right? Like if that's their Mm -hmm. only pass rush weapon, so to speak, they tried to fix that with Melvin Ingram last year, but Melvin Ingram's been on his last legs for a minute. So, um, you know, or or sorry, that was the Steelers that tried to fix that. Melvin Ingram's been on this team before, though, right. on his last legs. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're you know upgrading the Mac is huge. That means you can't double team Bosa, you can't double team Mac. Um, I like that move for them across the board, and I'm with you. I think if oh, both yeah. both stay healthy, I think Khalil has the better season. Probably he, we we forget how good this guy is.
2: Uh, it's funny that you mentioned Ingram. We didn't mention it, but I. Th- think that he signed with Miami that's the kind of competition that Phillips has to become their number one rusher them and a guy named Van Winkle or something <laughs> Van Ginkle yeah yeah I oh, my you. bad I wasn't trying to be cute my bad
1: <laughs> yeah no that's a good call though Khalil Mack everyone forgot about him because he got hurt he's going to mm-hmm. be great no worries there let's head on over to the Chiefs we've got Juan Thornhill yeah the Chiefs safety situation is kind of a mess what's your take on
2: all that I don't know. We were just figuring it out. It was best to manage uh, uh, Matthew or mm-hmm. Sorison, which was just always, always really easy to get off the waiver wires each year because everybody just kept giving up on him. But right. realistically, it kept circling back around and it circled back around really strong last year for him. Um, now we're looking at Reed. Justin Reed, I believe, is there with Thornhill. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a uh, cook, I believe is the third safety at this point, the rookie yep. maybe. R- right. Yeah. Yep. Rookie safety. Yep. I don't know. They all kind of sound like booms. Cause they ain't Kansas city is not known for like having this huge pass rush either. It's like Frank, you know, Frank Clark's belt worthless when it comes to, he gets pressures. He just doesn't get home. I guess you could say, I don't, I am trying to play both sides of the bridge here, John, because I've had so many people get on me about, just being so negative you know but honestly <laughs> you know asking I, I, these- don't,
1: I don't have i don't have any of these safeties i don't I, I know some guys like some of the idp show guys are into justin reed i'm that I'm, I'm good um Thornhill never been impressed with him the rookie yeah i grabbed some shares in dynasty super late just in case he becomes something but safety is so easy to get why would you play this game with any of these guys so, uh, so yeah, stay away from the Chiefs' uh,
2: safeties. It's kind of a mess. Um, who are you going after here? Chris Jones, Bolton, and who else do you want as an IDP manager? No, no, squad? no one really. Um, oh boy,
1: who's that? Who's that corner they just uh, signed? Rookie well, corner. Oh, Trent, Mc- Trent McDuffie. That's who I want. Oh. Trent
2: McDuffie. Yep. No, well, no pass rush. He'll be busy.
1: That's what I'm saying. And it's the AFC West. That's going to be the most pass-happy division in the history of mankind this year. Think about it.
2: I guess I'm not quite sure. I might be forgetting the rookie's name, but they are hoping that this rookie can come in and give them a pass rush.
1: Yeah, George. Jesus is a tough one for me. Carla Ftis. It's Carla
2: Ftis. Okay. that's it. I'll take your word for it. But I just, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to think that a guy can, uh, I mean, we're right back to the, he's going to be in a rotation. He's not going to get the opportunity to really make an impact his first season. So big old mess on the chiefs.
1: We got at Thornhill. Let's head over to the Broncos. Randy Gregory, who the Cowboys made a similar offer to, but just wouldn't give him the little bit of extra cash to keep him. The first of many off season nails in the coffin for the Cowboys can't, can't. Wait for the season. Just put a bullet. In me. Uh What do you What do you think about Mr. Gregory?
2: Well, let's circle around here real quick. What about Anthony Barr? I see Anthony Barr is uh, actually playing on the inside, and Parsons has been doing a lot of pass rushing.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it, it, you know, we just lost Tyron Smith. Uh, we let uh, you know Cooper go for a ham sandwich. Uh, well, no, I mean the Cowboys have sucked since 1996. This is nothing yeah. new. <laughs>
2: I just set you up for that one so you can get it off your chest.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not your typical Cowboys fan. I'm a pessimist Cowboys fan. Right,
2: right. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go out and get me some Anthony Barr shares, though. Um, and, thinking about it, because um, they're dirt cheap, dirt cheap. Yeah, have to be yeah dirt but, cheap.
1: Uh, but but all right, let's get back on Gregory. So Gregory did go to the Broncos. They made him a better offer, and that was that was a hell of a waiver wire guy last year, and now he's got a starting job in Denver
2: if I'm going to draft or acquire somebody from the Broncos, it's not going to be Chubb. Um, I've given up on Reed. He's the backup. I'm not going after the rookie. I'm just going after Randy Gregory. Like his upside. I mean, what what he produced with, with only, I think it was 47% of the snaps.
1: Yeah. He did not play a lot,
2: but he produced a good amount for what he played. Yeah. Which was confusing. I mean, you did want Parsons up there, but I mean, Either way, I don't know. I do like Randy Gregory in Denver, and I'm going to go with the boom on this one. Yeah, I'm with you.
1: I think he sees, uh, yeah, a little spike in playing time, especially compared to what Dallas is rolling him out. And, uh, you know. There's no he, way but up. Right, nowhere but up. Exactly. Right. Yep. yep. And we talked about Jonas Griffith earlier today at linebacker. He is locked and loaded next to Josie Jules, So that's another boom probably this year. And give up on Chubb, folks. Give up on Chubb. Yeah, I hear you. That's over with. Okay, and last but not least, let's talk Raiders The Raiders. We got Divine Diablo, Double D. What do you take on this guy?
2: You know, I had a conversation with somebody earlier today uh, that was asking, and, you know, uh, his name was mentioned with a group that I would have never thought that the guy would ever stick him in to ask me about Mm -hmm. because everybody else was like a linebacker five, and Diablo is fine. finally getting his chance. Now, he's been hurt. Jalen Brown's been playing. Yeah, but Diablo's back.
1: Yep, and right. The current depth chart has him as the other starter next to Perryman. So, yeah, I mean, it looks like it's complete. And the deal with him in sleeper, I believe, is he's dual designated. He's a defensive back playing linebacker. So, not only can you move him around on bye weeks or for injuries, that gives you a bunch of flexibility. It's a cheat code. If you yeah. can if, if you can put him in as defensive back and he's getting inside linebacker production, that's insane. Right. You gotta do yep. that.
2: Yep, dead on it. And, and I actually think he's gonna cut into Paraman's production this year. So um, you know, Perriman's been productive by default, in my opinion, for the last couple of years, if not longer. well, yeah, actually I can say it because I used to be a Chargers fan. So, the, you know, the guy is not that special. Um I think that uh, by the time you're looking at Diablo and all oh, these strong safety, Crosby, Chandler, Chandler Jones, um well, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't like Perriman. I, I I think he's going to go downhill this year in production. I think Devin Diablo is going to be the next hottest raider to have on your roster. Uh,
1: all right. Well, before we sum things up and do our kind of weekly chat session, the Pre Pro Consult, if you want to call it that, uh, make sure and head on over to the SGPN Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Discord. And I thought... Why not go with a relevant question for this week? Because you've been putting these things out all week. I know because you make me re- you make me retweet them every time you do one. So yeah, I
2: appreciate that.
1: Eh, hey, I would gladly gladly do it yeah. for you. What is and why do we use matchup charts?
2: Well, I use a matchup chart because I want to know what each of my guys are going to be facing each week. Uh, it's going to make a big difference. I can have four studs sitting on a, on a roster and I've got to decide okay you want maximum production from your players right well you've got to use every edge that you have so if you have a matchup chart and you know what the habits of the team that they're playing if you if you know their tendencies in allowing production to certain positions then you can use that to your advantage and say I can take a Leonard that actually has a medium or just a so-so type matchup versus uh, a Devin White. And I've got to choose between the two. And Devin White has clearly got, by the numbers, a better matchup. All right. So in my charts, I use a five-step formula to come to this uh, determination. And and then I'm surely that's that's what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play my best stud that's got the best matchup. It would make it doesn't make any sense for me to put the guy, the other guy in if his matchup numbers aren't as strong.
1: Right, and, and you could also use matchup charts to stream to make sure you have the best production possible. So maybe mm-hmm. you've got just an okay option, but there's a guy on waivers that's maybe got the 49ers this week, right? And one right. of the 49ers love to do like 40 times a game? Run the ball up the middle, right? So right. Maybe, maybe you start that guy that's sitting on waivers because you know he's in for a 10-tackle game just with that easy run stopping production that's coming just because right. of the matchup.
2: I've dropped my depth players before to pick up a better depth player. A depth player that I've been sitting on and even used prior, but I've I've dropped them for the simple fact is there was a guy that was on the waiver wires that, I, that had a better matchup that after the bye week, it didn't matter, kind of worked into my plans. But, and you're exactly on it because that's what I use this five-step formula in my easy start set charts, um, which I've converted to power rankings for folks. The, it's also used in the rolling waiver wires that I use. It's used yeah. almost in everything. The, the, the this And, and matchups in season matter just as much as any hype that we talk about or disappointments or news or anything prior to the season. Because right. once the season starts, half of it is the other team. Right. And, and here's the. It-
1: yeah, And people, for, people forget this. You could have the most talented, the best IDP producers on the planet loaded across your entire defense. If the team they play that week only has 15 minutes time of possession and spends all of that going three and out and scores three points and puts up four first downs, guess how much IDP production you're getting?
2: Right. Yeah. Sitting on the number one offensive line. In the, in the league, and you're going to put Aaron Donald up against it, he's still going to have problems because he's got two all pro all-guards sitting there stopping him. We've actually used the charts. I have predicted and used the charts, and and the people that's used them were Aaron Donald. I said, hey, I, I got him. If I've got another play, another stud that has a better matchup, I'm playing him this week because the pet matchup is so poor. And lo and behold, if you look back, there are weeks that Aaron Donald's flopped. It's a big maybe part not on the real life, but he flopped an IDP box score. Right, so right. Just, it, other, it makes a yeah, big difference.
1: Right. It's it's a common sense thing once you really start thinking about it. Other teams have tendencies. You we all know who the good and the bad teams are, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. And, and it and sometimes it's just that simple. If your defense is not going to be on the field enough because the other team is so freaking bad that right. they just can't keep a drive together. Uh, how are you supposed to get points out of that?
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. And I, you know, I wasn't really thinking about this taking off on this matchup chart thing, but, um, now you mentioned it. Hey folks, I'm a senior IDP analyst over at SGPN and, uh, but I've also started my own Patreon. So if you'd go check out out, Patreon, the IDP tipster. Um, I, I'm offering some in season tools, start, set charts, uh, rolling waiver wires. I'm going to be doing some DFS IDP this year. This is not new. I've been doing this for six years, sharing these charts for six years, proving them and using these things since, uh, uh pretty much I ever started my first dynasty IDP. Go over there check it out. See if there's anything you'd like. Um, I just wanted to mention it. And make sure you catch my uh, all my content there on uh, the sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Just pull the fantasy venue uh, down and you'll find my content along with a lot of other great offensive content. That dirty-o. Mm, dirty-o.
1: So, yeah, this has been a good one. Uh, Gary, thank you for another excellent episode, my friend. Next week, we're going to cover the NFC booms and busts. And then after that, we'll be into the regular season. And this sucker will be on autopilot. Special shout out to Nate of IDPGuys.org. Make sure you head on over to SGPN Merch Shop at SportsGamblingPodcast.com. And with that, we're out of here. Gary, thank you, sir.